This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What is up, everyone? It is Craig. Today is Tuesday, but we're doing our Make More Money sponsored by truckstop.com today. As always, no matter what hat you wear, truckstop.com has all the tools you need to manage loads and drive profits. I hope everyone had a fantastic 4th of July, you know, Independence Weekend. You know, I sure did, although, you know, it was definitely different. I think everybody felt it was different because the towns were not doing the normal, you know, 4th of July uh, Freedom Fest, whatever they call them, 4th of July fireworks celebrations. At least my town didn't. I don't know if you guys did it. I live in Illinois, so of course they have everything shut down. Uh, but if you're a truck driver out on the road, I'm sure you guys seen some types of fireworks somewhere. Uh, maybe not if you were by a truck stop, but I'm sure, you know, you guys seen a firework out there in the, you know, down yonder, <laughs> if you will there. But, you know, all good stuff, all good stuff. I just was reading a buddy of mine in the industry, Corey, just sent me about that blitz going on next weekend. Excuse me, next week. So I'm wondering if anybody's uh, planning their, you know, yearly vacation, if you will. I think I read the focus on this year, which is the same as last year, of course, is speeding. Um, when it's about speeding, the only thing I could think of basically is it's there to generate revenue and that's it because what, what would be the only reason, you know, they would have it, you know, the blitz for that one. But anyways, I'm not here to talk about the blitz for next week because that happens all the time. I basically want to talk about valuing the truck driver and, of course, how trucking isn't dead, but bad trucking is. You know, it's been about a week. You know, I know it's been more since I've been talking, but it's been about a week since the uh, increased insurance thing. And I don't think they are done yet. Of course, the government obviously being they. But I think there'll be more changes to the insurance thing or possibly, you know, more uh, more things being introduced into, you know, as a new regulation. But to me, as I think a lot of people agree, all that crap, you know, with the government, new rule changes and increased insurance, all that, is just a ploy to push out the little guy in the industry. And when I say the little guy, of course, I'm talking about the owner operator. But I was thinking about that today. It makes me think, I wonder if this whole outcome possibly would have been differently if, uh, you know, the hundreds of truck drivers just a few months ago in Washington, D.C., were, you know, protesting or demonstrating for, um, you know, realistic insurance premiums or maybe more fairness in the industry instead of the broker transparency thing. I'm not sure. But like I said, I think this is just another thing to push out the little guy. I hope if this thing goes fully through or if it becomes a big issue in the industry in regards to limiting, I hope people kind of, uh band together and kind of you know change it but talking about kind of thinning their herd out a little bit i'm wondering if that is a bad thing i'm not saying you know pushing up little guys not a bad thing i'm saying is it bad to you know thin out the herd if you will you know a little bit and that's partly what i want to talk to you know to you guys today um uh, in addition to kind of valuing the driver i think they kind of all played you know together especially uh, with the insurance thing, because as insurance goes up, not only that, but other expenses, but as insurance, you know, goes up, so does trucking companies. You know, they go right out the door, if you will. But the trucking companies that are going out the door, you know, with something like insurance premium, let's say, those are the one most likely that are kind of struggling now or the ones kind of hanging by a string. But 
not only that, if insurance premiums do go up or more changes in the industry, you know, come about, it will thin out the herd because it will become more challenging for, you know, a driver to become an owner operator or for someone on Facebook, you know, if you will take a training course and become, you know, a fleet owner tomorrow just by being guided through getting a CDL, you know, all about that. But like I said, I'm beginning to think maybe this is not a bad thing, mainly or simply because we need to level out the industry and or the level out the market. And that's what we get when we, you know, thin out the herd. I keep uh, saying thin out the herd. I don't know why, but that's just uh, kind of like what I'm thinking. But of course, for the organized owner operator or, you know, the well-run fleets, you know, the small fleets, all those guys, or even simply the ones um, that are able to retain drivers by treating them fairly, they will be good. For them, this is not a bad thing. You know, like I said, they're organized or prepared. As capacity begins to leave the market, you know, sh the rates should go up. That's just how it is. And I think we can all agree, rates definitely need to go up. And I see Adam Stringer's comment saying, uh, trucks are tight all over right now. You know, Adam, I was using you an example just a couple videos ago. I couldn't remember your last name, but I brought you up because I do know uh, is my understanding you were on the trucking side before you were on the broker side. So I always look for your posts and comments because you have a very, you know, interesting perspective of the industry being on, uh, you know, both sides of the industry. But anyways, you know, as he's saying, trucks are tied all over right now. And I do believe that. And this is kind of um, just to start with all that. I keep trying to pop my ears here. What's like a home remedy to pop your ears because... I keep swallowing because I think, you know, that will help it pop. I don't know. They just need to pop and it's driving me nuts. Someone said like a candle. You put in like a candle in your ear and it pops or something. I don't know about all that, but <laughs> they just need to pop because I feel like I'm echoing inside, um, you know, my own head. But anyways, uh, as I was saying, uh, before I got sidetracked there, sorry about that. Uh, as I was saying, you know, become more challenging, you know, for people to, uh, oh yeah, yeah, my bad. For fleets that are, you know, organized, prepared, this won't be a bad thing because it could result in rates actually going up. And that would actually start an interesting shift in this industry. And I think that biggest interesting shift, if you will, will be actually owner operators possibly becoming company drivers. Maybe not, but a lot of those drivers, you know, they're just not gonna suddenly stop driver uh, driving, if you will you know, if they have to go out of business because of, uh, you know, increased regulation, increased cost of time. They're not going to stop driving. They're just going to stop worrying about the headache of owning the company. And not only that, I think more drivers will actually start finding companies to drive, you know, drive for and stay at long term due to the increased expenses and headaches of running, running their own company. They're not wanting to do that anymore. And so that's why I say, I think the interesting shift will then actually becoming company drivers or finding a good relationship with the trucking company um, and doing that instead of becoming an owner operator. And as Adam said, yeah, I've been on both sides. Yeah, I follow your poster, Adam. Very interesting because uh, you know I uh, I relate and agree with a lot of things you say, especially on the broker side. Um, especially being, I see you put in the work. You almost give a timeline of like what you're doing. You know, I'm not sure that's on a weekly basis or a daily basis or whatever. But you show a timeline of what you're doing and how you do it. And you prove that it is challenging. You have to go out there and hustle with your loads. But that being said, I do see that you land accounts. You know, you have accounts there on the brokerage side. 
Uh, we took on two drivers that came up their own truck. See, that's awesome. See, I, I knew it. So that's good. It's kind of um, where you had to be creative in this industry here. I'm sorry. I keep. I have a door right here, and there's like birds on one side. I keep pecking out the window. They can't see me because it's you know one of those one-sided mirror things. But I can see them, and they're uh, kind of <laughs> kind of distracting me here. Um, but yeah, basically, you know what I was saying is if we have you know less trucking companies overall going into business like i said capacity will just naturally tighten up rates will just naturally increase and driver pay will should or should i said will but should increase from that to me it's honestly a win-win situation for everyone involved and that only happens you know if um companies start treating or valuing their drivers more but it's the same thing with brokerage it's the same exact thing on the logistics sides of the trucking industry you know, with agents wanting to become brokers uh, or agents leaving a broker for another brokerage and all that, for the simple fact they are not being valued. And that's why tonight I also wanted to talk about valuing the driver because right now, even right now in today's market, even with Adam here saying trucks are already tied across the board, market rates or just, you know, spot rates in general are not the best where they should be at this time of year. Even right now, people are still saying, or they will argue, that there's a driver shortage. Yeah, like I said, the rates are still low. You know, the market just does not reflect that. That's why I'm always the first to say, I actually don't see a shortage. What I do see is, is a lack of uh, driver appreciation or lack of uh, driver fairness for the current professional drivers who are actually driving in this industry right now. You know, in today's market, instead of the trucking companies out there or the megas really, changing their mindset or you know making conditions or pay better to retain drivers a lot of them are actually you know lowering their training standards just to throw anyone you know with a cdl into a seat send them off country and call them a professional truck driver in my opinion i don't think that's the best way to do it nor do i think that's the best way to show your current driver that you value them you know this is why i think a lot of drivers as i was talking about earlier this is why I think a lot of drivers in some ways are, you know, forced, if you will, uh, to go out and start their own company themselves simply because they can't find a trucking company who values them or who treats them fairly that they can work for. You know, we all know this industry is full of owner operators and small fleet owners, just as it is full of, um, you know, agents, dispatch services and, uh, you know, small brokerage outfits. But I know it's not all of them, but in my opinion, I think it's like that because these drivers, like I said, they don't want to be treated like dog crap by some guy sitting in an office or by a company, you know, owner who does not value that driver nor value their time, which is extremely important in trucking, considering truck drivers are away from their families, you know, weeks on end, obviously. And now, as Adam says again, uh, the biggest issue, someone will always take your load sooner or later. There is no reason for the rates they throw out post loads for 1800 you will get offers from 19 to 34 it's crazy yeah i've been there it's uh it's the same thing and you know like you said the biggest issue is yeah sooner or later someone will take it and that's what a lot of drivers say when they say let it sit eventually it will go you know what i'm saying eventually it will go you can let it sit your body can let it sit but as he says eventually it will go maybe not for the exact rate you know, the rate that I was posted, excuse me, but it will, um, 
it will go. And that's just, you know, basically about that. But, you know, that's why, uh, that's why I'm hoping. I was reading something on FreightWave, just a couple, talk about rates here. I think it was about last week saying how 2020 is most likely not going to end on a high note as everybody thought it was, uh, or thought it would to. You know, uh, this whole year has been interesting, as we know, all know. In January, I was saying by produce season, rates would be good again. During, I know it's basically right in the middle slash at the end, very weird time of the produce uh, time. But before produce hit, I'm like, okay, maybe not this time, but by the end of the year. And now we're already seeing that, you know, Freightways, of course, is reporting from the data that they have that it may not increase by the end of the year. And that's why I'm saying a little bit by, you know, talk about rates a little bit here, but also about, you know, the, if, you know, the insurance increase actually throws out a lot of companies, this definitely won't be a bad thing. Um, it definitely won't be a bad thing. But one thing that I want to mention about owner operators, or excuse me, drivers becoming owner operators, you know, a lot of them who do it, the reason why they fail is not because they're, you know, bad, definitely not a bad person. It's just they do it because they have no business experience or business knowledge about that. A lot of people, especially not in my Facebook group per se, but there is a few, two or three Facebook groups out there that promote people without experience basically, you know, become an owner operator, buy a truck, become an owner operator, or buy a truck, find a couple of drivers to drive it, you know, and you're a truck company over owner. To me, I think that's mainly or partly damaging the industry. And that's why I don't want anybody to think that I'm encouraging, you know, trucking companies about a business. I'm just encouraging the ones without experience or solid game plan not to go in business. And the ones who are probably currently struggling now, if you will, uh, either find ways to continue in business or look for ways to use your skill set, use your experience, you know, your knowledge, your industry knowledge at that, um, at another company that would treat you right. That's what I'm mainly encouraging there for. Because, you know, if a driver doesn't want to drive for a company uh, because he's afraid he won't be treated fairly or, you know, there's no good companies that fit him or suit him. And if he doesn't want to become an owner operator due to, you know, the rising costs, rising expenses, you know, the lowest market, whatever, what have you, what can he do? And that's kind of where truck drivers are at this point. And that's why I say, I hope the shift that we start seeing in this industry as more larger companies, you know, begin to value their truck drivers. And one way you can really value truck drivers, especially the current ones that you have, is with more pay, more incentives. That's what it comes down to. No one wants uh, a mug or like a t-shirt to show that they're value. They want more pay and more incentives because people who are driving and people who are out on the road day in, day out, they obviously have families to feed. And that's how they feed their families. And you know, when I talk about all this, I'm not just talking about truck drivers and the companies they work for, showing them value. I'm also talking about other members of the industry also showing those same drivers, you know, value. We're talking about even the shippers, brokers, uh, receivers, all of them. Because you see in these Facebook groups all the time, you know, truck drivers, you know, in these closed Facebook groups, truck drivers, you see all the time, they're not valued in a lot of ways, especially when they post screenshots from brokerages or other, you know, partners in the industry, either talking crazy to them, talking a little nasty or rude to them, um, or kind of trying to intimidate them in some ways through a text message. And once that text message gets posted up in the group, it's kind of game over and everyone starts demanding apology from that company. That's what I'm talking about value. 
you know, everybody in the industry needs to start, you know, valuing drivers, not just during uh, the start of a pandemic. We all know when this pandemic started, everybody loved truck drivers. Everybody posts about truck drivers, all, you know, government, celebrities, uh, hospitals, everybody posts about truck drivers. But what we see now is rising regulations, more changes happening, autonomous vehicles, you know, popping up everywhere, which I'm not against about autonomous, but I'm just talking about these changes are insane. And I think the biggest shift we're gonna see in this industry is more owner operators becoming company drivers once those companies start valuing drivers more. Cause like I said, these companies go out of business, drivers are not gonna just stop driving. <laughs> They're not just gonna stop driving, they're just gonna find a new home. And that new home could actually be at a company, and that would only happen when these companies start valuing drivers more, with more pay, more incentives, more of all that jazz. But basically, that's all I got for tonight. I will see you guys next Monday on another Make More Money. Until next time, remember, say no to cheap freight, remain professional, and let's figure out more ways to make more money in the year 2020. See you later.